I'm Denise. And I'm Candace. And welcome to Brown Sugar Chat, a podcast where we speak candidly about any and everything. We're inviting you all to grab your favorite drink and chat with us for the next hour. Hope to see you soon. Good evening and welcome to Brown Sugar Chat. Good evening, Candace. Good evening, Denise. How are you on this Thursday? We're one day late, but you know, we got well, work to do. I'm delicious. Yeah, I don't, but I see, what does the shirt say? Thick and thick delicious? Thick and delicious. Thick and delicious. So you don't got I feel delicious. You are thick and delicious. Combo style. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to so episode number 11. 11. Oh my goodness. 11. Double digits? I'm actually just happy. When I was posting earlier today on Instagram, I was like, oh my God, we've made 10 episodes. And I was so happy because I was actually looking at all the pictures in terms of the progress that we were making, the t-shirts that were being done, the, uh, you know, cor- you know, the, the cartoon, all the stuff that we were going through just to kind of bring Brown Sugar Chat to fruition. I loved it. And it's so, still a work in progress. It's still definitely a work in progress. But we're, we're getting, getting there. all kinds of feedback, all kinds of stuff. Tonight, I guess I'll try to make sure that my mic ain't in my esophagus. And, uh, you know. Shade. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm throwing shade. shade. You know, yeah, I, gotta throw shade. Some, I gotta throw some shade, but it's okay. But hey, you know what? I'd rather that you're able to hear me than you say, basically, I got lost in the mic. That's cool. And again, we have a live audience tonight. Everybody. Yes, we do. We do. So if you hear some background noise, just know it's our listeners who are in-house making noise. And us. I love it when they make noise because it shows they're engaged. I think it's cute. But, you know, it. just we'll just go with the flow. That's true. Okay. So I guess uh, we're at the... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, however, one audience member better be quiet. Starting soon. <laughs> a, a little too soon tonight. But um, you know what time it is. It's basically time to go grab your drink. Yes, it is. We're going to take give you like about a second or two to get your drink. Wow, Candace, I like your nails too. Um, just to take a second and go get Thank your you. drink. And then we're going to tell you what actually, for the first time, both of us are drinking tonight. Which never mm. happens. We're always drinking something different. So take that minute and we will be right back with you. Yeah, yeah. All right. What are we clinking? Yeah. Cheers to okay. episode 11 of so, Brown Sugar Chat. So in the meantime, between time, while we wait for people to go get their uh, their drink ready. And before we start talking about what we're drinking today, do you, do you want to say anything? You want to add anything? No, it's just been an amazing week. I'm just happy to be back. Uh, in the saddle. I mean, just doing what we do. Okay. Enjoying each other's company. Yes, definitely. It's been a great week of graduations. Yes, Birthdays, actually. Yeah, I had anniversaries. My, my stepson it's been graduated. Yep. And that was on Monday, but don't know why it was on Memorial Day. But it's okay. It is what it is. It's a it's an accomplishment. He's going to Georgia Tech. That's a Kudos beautiful thing. to Matthew. Yes. So definitely I want to give him a little and shout And all the other out. graduates. And all the other graduates for 2021. 2020 was such a rough year for these kids that I have to tell you that I really commend them because I can't even sit still for about an hour or a couple hours with, with court. I'm sitting there wanting to shoot myself. And yet these kids have made it through a full year of going to school online, going to college online. It is so commendable because I, I swear, I don't know if I can sit that. It's it's hard to sit that long in one place. Well, I'm going to thank God for Jesus in this situation <laughs> because I have been blessed to have two adult kids and we did not go through this. God, I 
thank you this evening. It's Let just me tell you something. Even Nigel goes, it's time to send this one back to school in January. You have to wear a mask and, you know, hope COVID don't catch his ass. Yeah, it's and, cool. And that's basically it because it is hard to have kids home for 24 hours straight, uh, eight, nine, ten of those hours, they're in their pajamas coming down and sitting there doing, uh, what is it, virtual school. So you are lucky that you have adult children. Can't even relate. So all right, now that everybody's got their drink. Uh, yes, we gave everybody that minute. Uh, we're going to talk about what we're drinking tonight, right? Yes, and actually this recommendation came from you. It is absolutely lovely. You guys have heard since day one, 19 day Crimes. Day one, it's probably episode two. Yeah, it's 19 Crimes. Hard shard. So it's a Chardonnay. And uh, if you guys remember, and if you go back and listen to some of our previous episodes, you will hear that there's a story behind each person name that's featured on the bottles. There is absolutely a wacky, weird app that you can download that will tell you the charge that they have. I do have it on my phone, but oh, are you serious? I didn't know that. Yeah, but because of so, what's this one's name? It looked like Jane. Oh, she got some major time. She did some stuff, but if we were live, we could kind of go through it, but unimportant because the phones interfere with our mics. So I'm not going to go through that trouble, but just know if you want to get some really good entertainment, pick up a bottle of 19 Crimes, download the app, and mouse over the face on the bottle and it gives you the story. That's and if you're not easily. She's a funny little lady with some pigtails. It looks a little interesting. She looks like she's got bad Botox. But, but you know, about okay. the wine, though, the wine, guys, <laughs> has a 16% alcohol volume. And that's what's important to me. I figured that's what exactly she would be looking at. 16. Uh, by the way, you should know that 19 Crimes, if we haven't said it before in our episodes, this is an Australian wine. I love Australian wines. Okay, so. I don't like Spanish wines. Um, sometimes I, I do believe the bitterness on it is a bit much, but I will tell you this Chardonnay is a bit heavier than some of the Chardonnays we have. Some of the Chardonnays that we've tried. What part of 16% alcohol and <laughs> volume and content you didn't get? Okay, so maybe that's what it is because I guess the other ones are a bit cool, crisp, and you can have the four glasses. And you have two glasses of this. And you feeling delicious. There we go. Boom. <laughs> So now that we've got our drinks out the way, we want to move into our segment uh, that we Let's call. chat about it. Let's chat about it. So much going on in the news today, but. Actually, a lot going on. A lot, a lot, a lot. But there's just a couple things we're going to touch on because we can spend all night on this. Um, Denise, I know that we did our last episode on mental health. Yep. With our special guest, Loved MJ. It. She did a phenomenal job, and we're going to have her back again to talk about some other things because she is an NP, and however, um, as a follow-up to what we were discussing last week, what are your thoughts around um, Osaka, Naomi Osaka, withdrawing from the French Open? I actually think that, you know, it actually brings a great point to something that you stated. Like, it's okay not to be okay. And I think that to try to push yourself to, look, I know they thought that she was, you know, they were actually comparing her to Serena Williams when I was reading the CNN article. And they kind of figured, okay, we've got this maybe biracial, whatever it is, and she's going to be a bit more docile. We're going to, she's not going to be, there was actually a CNN article because they thought, okay, because of being her biracial thing, she's going to be like Tiger Woods, <laughs> who didn't necessarily fight back about a lot of things, was kind of succumbed to some of the pressures. And you know what? She was like, blam. I'm not really going to, I'm not going for all of this. I'm going to do me. 
If I don't feel well, if I don't, if I can't be where I need to be, and I'm sorry that I can't do that, but my mental health and my well-being actually matters more. I 100% applaud her. Yes, I do. Um, And I really like the fact that a lot of the tennis counterparts that she plays with has kind of backed her. Nike has also backed her. I loved hearing that, that you told me that today. Um, and some others. However, I, I do have to, again, plan devil's advocate. Cause that's what I like to do. Um, Naomi young, which again, it's a lot of pressure when you're young, you are number, I think she's ranked number two in the world. She's the highest paid athlete. $55 million. That's how yeah. she's worth. You know, I'm looking that up. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she makes a lot of money. She can retire and not have to work again. Correct. Well, I think my point in making or saying this is that I remember when Naomi beat um, Serena on the tennis courts in that same open. Okay. Serena lost it. And when Serena lost, they booed Osaka, right? Serena, really? Serena wow, okay. embraced her and loved on her and said, hey, guys, let's not do that. However, wow. Serena had a meltdown on the court. Broke her tennis racket, was fine, an absorbent amount of money for doing I so. I guess it's not good sportsmanship. It's not good sportsmanship, but at the same time, maybe mentally she wasn't okay and she didn't announce it. Ooh. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't maybe know. Not. But, again, not to minimize Osaka's decision Experience. to step away yeah. from the sport to clear her head again job well done get better baby girl absolutely and i definitely can co-sign on that i think that again not being okay is okay correct and the other thing is we d- we definitely didn't touch upon all the things and all the signs and everything that family members can do it's impossible this is such a this is a topic that even 30 days or one month can really help you really delve into or intensively analyze what mental health really is about there's a lot of times that it could be not just a um a diagnosed thing sometimes you just need a mental health day don't you think that sometimes you just need a day where you kind of Yeah, just... as a matter of fact, I have a friend whose company, again, that I shall keep nameless, uh, they give their employees a mental health day. It's really? A men- yeah, it's a huge Fortune 100, Fortune 50 company. Okay. Absolutely. So I do think about that stuff. So, again, we didn't get to touch upon everything, but I do like the fact that Osaka, uh, Naomi Osaka basically kind of stood up and instead of succumbing to the the pressures of what everybody around well, you, because but you know she was fine, right? So she got fined fifteen thousand dollars for not showing up to a press conference. But what the what did the French Open say? They said that we apologize. But for it not wasn't until after the fact. It wasn't Maybe until not, after she yes, withdrew. Do you know what? But as social media people, everybody, we're starting to hold people and entities accountable but because their can, behavior is unacceptable. But we are years too late. But I guess better late than never yeah. to, to say, you know, to piggyback on here, it. The, between the football players, but I, between but the I, basketball but I, players. But I believe that it's it's all depending upon who it is. Okay. But I, right. I'm not going to even dive into that part of it. Uh, I'm going to take two steps back. And, but we at least commend gonna, her. Yeah, we, commend, we do. I've already kudos. Her, kudos. Get better, baby girl. And so, <laughs> as I said... We got some other things I want to talk about, girl. With your attention at. Yeah, no, no, no. This is part of We can't sit here and give Osaka the the whole 20 minutes. She don't get the whole throne. Girl, bye. Anyway, next, get better. Um, So, 
I want to talk about Monique, oh, the I, comedian. I, she couldn't wait to talk about this. I thought we were going to no. get into the other things no, too. This is, but this is huge. No, no, okay. This is huge. This is huge because I've always had an opinion on this. So, attention, attention, all of our black <laughs> listeners, <laughs> black ladies, women, children, whomever. What's up with the bonnets? And the fuzzy slippers. And, the fuzzy slippers. and so what we're gonna do is Yes. <laughs> literally we got our audience members who got some mad. We everybody about got this. something to say, but we also so, I just wanna highlight. Did you see Monique in her commentary? Or I will actually tell made? you, I did not know that she had said something until you said something, but I've always had an opinion on that. Okay. So So tell I, me, tell me a little bit more. How do you feel about it? How I feel about it? Yeah. I will tell you, I do feel that you, in terms of like, did she give a um, a scenario in terms of where, like in the airport or whatever it is? Because I will tell you, I think I do feel a little way that when we go to the airport and everybody's walking with fuzzy slippers and pajamas and your bonnet and all this other stuff. Just the airport? I'm saying in the airport. In terms Just of the what, airport? I've seen it. I, I do see that there are some kids in college that go to school in their pajamas. But just the airport in college. Come on now. They're everywhere. Okay. It's okay. everywhere. Well, before but before we get another, what's my opinion? Okay, that okay. was your question. I got gotcha. you. Before we go another further, I we have a special guest tonight, guys, and she has an opinion on this particular topic. So she's gonna so come she in. So she wants to chime in, and I would like to introduce one of my babies, one of my village kids that's been with me since she was four years old, and she's now twenty one, and she's gonna be our special guest tonight so um without further ado I you're gonna tell us a, you're gonna to tell us a little bit about your chat so let us know who you are and um what's going on hey everybody i'm iola ladipo and Woo. um i go to the illustrious tuskegee university i'm an hbcu <laughs> i am definitely an aerospace engineer and um i'm an rotc and I work hard, and I have a brother, a mother, and I'm just always looking to be a better person. Oh, so, we love it. I, lo- I loved her introduction. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you baby girl. Like, she for already being had here. that. Mm. We're so happy to have you tonight. Of course. So uh, I'm glad now to that be here. yeah, so now, now that, that you're here, introduced. and we are talking about these bonnets and slippers. <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely gonna get on that topic. And you're 21. What is what's your take on this? Basically, I've noticed that our generation just has no boundaries. Wow. Wow, you just came out the gate with that. We have no boundaries. So when it comes to being outside in our comfort zone or being in clothes that we consider comfortable, especially as a black woman, we have to cover our hair because we don't always get to perceive as presentable when we're just in our natural element. So some Mm. girls like myself, you know, we might have a bad hair day or might not feel like doing our hair. But is it bonnet worthy? I'm not not saying it's bonnet worthy. I'm not not saying it's bonnet worthy, but I will have to say like, because of the fact that we are no boundaries, there's no limits to how we perceive ourselves or how we come off. The uh, the bonnet is the least of our concerns. They see it as at least I got up. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) At least I got up. So Wow. But you I mean, would go, you would go like getting a flight with some fluffy slippers that got fur on it and everything, and basically with the bonnet. Don't you think at least? How about 
get out of bed. How about get out of bed, take a shower, do what you need to do, and at least even if you got to wear a scully, because mm-hmm. there's times that I I don't like how I look. Right. So I might put a hat on. I will put a hat on. Yeah, I, I put a scully on in the wintertime. I, I don't even comb my hair that much. So I'll put a scully on. Mm-hmm. And we just keep it moving. But I don't know if I want to, like, roll through the airport in a bonnet, something that I'm sleeping yeah. in my, like, what I, I understand, even if I get my hair blown out, I got to put, like, a silk bonnet on my hair. I'm not walking out the house with that. Right. I don't know if that's appropriate. I mean, I don't think it's appropriate, but I definitely have to justify the fact that there's reasonings. You know what I What's mean? What's that reasoning? Uh, there's reasoning. For instance, <laughs> for instance the, we are students. We are students who work from home now. We are people who work from home, and we're more comfortable in our space now. We are, we, we, we are a people who don't really care about others' opinions. So furry socks in the in the bonnet is the least of their concerns. If like I said, they're just happy that they got there. Some people don't even have morning routines. It's it's not a custom anymore. And I'm not saying I'm not Whoa. Saying, Do you agree with that? Do you have a custom? Whoa. No, no, I don't agree with that. I okay. I'm I'm in ROTC. I'm in the military. So oh, I believe so you in have structure. a stringent and structured yes, schedule. I believe in I definitely believe in discipline and structure, but it's just something that we lack now because we are Why do you very think that is? I mean, it's millions of reasons because of the fact that, you know, um, I guess people are trying to find themselves and people are lost. Some people are distracted. It's a lot of different distractions. So they don't see how their perception and how they carry themselves is really playing a toll on the other on the outside world. I wonder if that's like a millennial generation. Okay, I don't have nothing to do with that. Uh-huh. However, okay. I will tell you, if I had daughters living in my house, mm-hmm. if you walked out my door right. with a bonnet and a slipper, get your butt back. That's your house. ass. Yeah. My mom okay. definitely tells me that she plants that seed in it's, my head. It's because my, in my mind, every time you dot the door, yeah. you are interviewing for your next possible mm-hmm. opportunity right. Absolutely. and wow. so when okay. you put on a bonnet and a slipper it shows you're not ready you for the are day. not ready and you never know who you're gonna meet we're talking about an airport right oh i met everybody come on now i atlanta airport the busiest airport in the world you gonna come through there with bonnet and a slipper on? Mm-hmm. No. Girl, you didn't miss out on opportunity. Right. Next. So with that being said, <laughs> next. I'm gonna next. tell y'all next on this because uh, hey, ladies, Monique, you you were on point. On. You yeah, spot you, on, you were on point. We kind of agree with you, so we oh, ride. I totally agree so with you. So we 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 riding with you, Monique, and all, all those people that said the comments that were made was like you don't know what somebody's going through in their day. Yeah, you can roll on with that because I don't <laughs> really know about if I would necessarily agree with that. Yeah. I think at least you should be able to take a shower and put a hat on. Right? Yeah, something because That's I mean, it. come on, those hats in the, in, the, in the hair store two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Come on, it and again, I do agree with you. And you never know who you're going to meet. All mm-hmm. right, so we're going to move along and talk about something else. So before we jump into our topic of the night, I want to talk about, well, maybe two two more things. Um, Just two. And we're going to talk about this very quickly yes. and jump in, jump out, because this could touch some, some toes and it could, yeah. you know, agitate some and, people. And people might say things, you know. So Bill Cosby. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bill Cosby was had submitted a request for um, to be paroled, uh, whatever. And I guess they go before board, and he was asked to attend a sex 
class, a sex offenders class. And he refused. And so was his parole. Okay. That's one thing. I mean, Bill, you old. You're probably going to die there. I don't know if the Lord says something different. I don't have a final say. But O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I'm sorry. O.J. Simpson I don't know had why to step we, we gotta in, y'all, and talk with about his, OJ with right his now. two cents, y'all. I want y'all to know. O.J. going to say, Bill Cosby, man, if you listen to me, should have did like me. I would have did anything to get out of there to be with my kids. <laughs> Took cooking classes, wash pots, <laughs> wax flows. I will do whatever. And I'm not quoting him, but OJ was like, don't try me. I would get up before anybody and say, I'm sorry, sir. I killed your daughter. He just wanted out. So his advice to Bill Cosby is, do what they ask you if you want to see the other side of the bars. But if that was part of your plea gar- bargain, but you don't necessarily believe that's what you committed, should we should we be mad that he stood his ground? No, because I'm with Bill. I want Bill out of there because them old hoosies, huzzies, whatever they are, girl. They were in, what is it, Studio 54, popping pills and mollies and whatever yes, else they is were going looking on. looking for a come up you on, on basically the black on 20-something-year-old pudding king and looking basically doing all that. Uh, yeah, we go. He was making his money. He was doing his thing. And at the end of the day. Poor Camille was sitting at home. Yeah, well, Camille, I hope everything was transferred in your name. So. He's smart. He is smart. But yeah, so we're going to, as we get ready to round up our Let's Chat About It <laughs> session, because I know we can get a little lengthy here, but. But I would like to say, we all know that OJ was going to do. I knew you were coming with that damn no, plug. I'm sorry. We all know OJ was willing to do not everything and anything to get out of or get less time. OJ. So you're here giving everybody else OJ advice. OJ playing golf. Take your Leave AJ, I mean, OJ, AJ, whatever. OJ alone. He doing his thing. OJ, if the glove does not you could, fit, you must acquit. And my you can ass. call me, okay? Anyway, now, next. So, <laughs> before we, we jump about? into our topic, we want to just touch on because this is like a big thing that's going on right now, and it's about the vaccinations. I came across a post where people were outraged that Biden is asking people in the black communities, barbershops, beauty shops and other black owned businesses offering incentives for, to get their customers vaccinated. Okay. Do you have a problem with that? Beers for shots? Like, so like that, for instance, I kind of see it as that, but for, I think narrow minded people who think that they're thinking back to the Tuskegee, um, you know, ordeal. I get it. I mean, it. we we dealt with that even over the weekend, even the holiday weekend. We heard people said they're not getting the vaccine. They're not doing it. Um, and they had, they were pretty staunch in their reasoning about that. And I, and I get it and I understand it fully. However, and I you keep, would be timid. I keep asking people over and over and over again, your kids in public school, right? And you had to get vaccinations. You had to get them. Did I you have a problem? No. You took them and got them damn shots, right? I think the only issue I have is that the fact that this was under a year and I'm a little it's scared. It's a lie. We had that's, a discussion, though. That's where we always, again, the misperception, and I'm not going to even get into it tonight, but I am proud to announce, as you guys yes. can research on your own time, list the positives. is that 50% <laughs> of Americans have been fully vaccinated. 
kudos. People are tired of sitting at home. People want to get up in the air and go mix and mingle and have a good time. Oh, currently if, the EU, you know, you're not you're necessarily going to be going there for until you get that certificate. Well, they, we don't want to go to them some of them places because I went to the nail shop and she said, in my country, it's getting really bad. No plans to go there, sweetheart. <laughs> Moving it right along. <laughs> Vietnamese. You, so, need to, you need to stop calling no, out any country. I know. I, I just said, she just said, in my country. But she said Chinese. I was correcting Vietnamese. So, um, I guess my issue is, are y'all still wearing masks, even though you I have am. been vaccinated? I am. Because most of the people are saying that you don't have to wear a mask. I think that's such, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm going to excuse my language, but that's bullshit. Okay. You know, we we had our nurse practitioner actually made a comment on uh, social media actually just the other day. And you know what she said? She goes, irrespective of the vaccine or whatever it is, I don't necessarily agree with how Fauci, who basically had toted all of this stuff. Man, been in business for 40 years. Hold on, and I get that. He's been around since the Reagan administration. We already know that. However, this, this nurse practitioner said, I will have my mask on deck. We're talking about a 25-year-old MP. Girl, you just got off the breast. What? Go do some 25? other homework. We're, we're talking about yeah. a 40-year-old. No, but regardless, I'm saying you're still young. We're talking about Fauci. That man, need, he's going to be told to oxygen But tape. don't ever underestimate the I'm political not. values that these people are placing upon our lives. But don't if you guys only knew that. If I don't you, believe But shit first of all, you should switching. never trust nothing in man. That the period. government says. Because period. government and nobody else else has any value of your life baby exactly my so life all of and a your sudden, life first of all we need to explain one i thing. don't want to talk about it i I'm, i don't want to talk about it because the, i know i'm vaccinated and i'm gone that's, that's all nice and wonderful and we're it, and we're, we can like basically leave with that statement but let me explain something to you getting the vaccine doesn't mean you can't get covid so i need people True. to stop being stupid no that's not stupid oh it by the it. way stop being dumb no but it's, but not, but it's not because all it, it does is there's that. a but unfortunately, I got quoted today by uh, one or two people who said, well, the whole point is to get the vaccine so you don't get COVID. Well, you need okay. to tell, tell them to go read CDC. By the way, I don't. I do believe that you should still be toting a mask. It doesn't all of a sudden just go away after 2021 year. Well, that's we're it. Not and that's saying all I have that to say It goes on that. away. They are just saying, again, I am a firm believer. And again, pardon me. I believe that all of these things are due to population control. Um, these older, elder aging population, they are living longer. They can't get rid of them because technology is evolving. So guess what? We got to put some airborne. We got to get rid of some of y'all some kind of way. Oh, and no. guess what? No, for real. But guess what? It's not affecting them. It's affecting the black community. Because guess who got high blood pressure? Guess who got diabetes? Guess who's got sickle cell? Guess who's got all these other crazy You also have the people with asthma, which is the brown asthma. community. That's what I'm saying. Brown, exactly. I'm just going down, not all of them, but come on, y'all. Let's just do our homework and let's not be stupid and think that this is something that somebody is out to get you. Do your own homework and make your own educated decision. That's my takeaway. And okay. I'm, I'm That's done fine. With it. I'm okay with still wearing a mask. 
Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, I'm wearing a mask. Okay, so I'm. I can't I, even I'm go in the hair store and get my Beijing 59 without wearing a mask. I'm still wearing a mask. So I, it I is what wear. it is. Uh, even if I obviously I'm scheduling my appointment to do my vaccine, but what I'm going to do is woo, even woo. even after getting the vaccine, I don't want to get COVID again. So my whole thing is, irrespective of that, the vaccine is a precaution. As the same thing, girl. We had MMR, but I still got the dang chicken pox. So I'm not saying that it's bringing you. Yeah, it that's brings it. an immunity. Again, we're not doctors. That. We're not experts in the matter. Uh, yep. Just do what you feel is best. But an for expert you. did tell us she has been vaccinated, and one of the things is she is still buying her 20 masks to have in every color. But as she said today on social media. But do I have? A, I have a, a bigger question. Do you have a life insurance policy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, Prudential. Uh, thank you, Prudential. And Boom. And I on. should move on. And on that note, so. let's let's move on. On that note, we're gonna take one or two minutes. Yeah, we're gonna take a couple minutes, and we're gonna come back with our topic for tonight. And while we do that, you guys go and refill your cups, and we're gonna be right back with ya. Chasing these hoes, put your own self first. Check. Reflections of perspectives, every lesson has a lesson. Every more has a less than, less fortunate, we blessed in. Don't smoke stress, you know my nigga, I ain't stressing. And if you wanna know, just ask, stop guessing for my question. You might live for a long time, but you won't never meet a nigga this damn fly. Young stoner blowing clouds into the night sky. The good vibes flow, feel it as I pass by. Children's thinking higher than NASA. Your money is faster, show money will last you. So I'm out here being a rapper, yes, that ain't illegal And I can still rock and gold every day cause I'm regal I want my fingertips to smell like money all damn day So there's another word to come around my way People to grow from all the words I say As I see the bigger picture, say I'm on my way Black children are massive, thinking higher than NASA Your money is fast, show money will last you So I'm out here being a rapper, yes, that ain't illegal And I can still rock and gold every day cause I'm regal I want my fingertips to smell like money all damn day there's another word to come around my way People to grow from all the words I say As I see the bigger picture say I'm on my way, my way
chit chat. So we are in the process of getting ready to introduce our main topic. And again, we want to welcome you guys back to Brown Sugar Chat tonight. And as we resume and we get into our topic for the evening, we actually had, I mean, we were a little uncertain about what we want to talk about because we had such a heavy topic last week. So we wanted to open up and lighten it up and maybe kind of hone into some of the parents that are out there that might be that might be dealing with some of the same issues that that we are. Um, and so with that being said, our topic for tonight is going to be centered around what's the appropriate age for kids to become involved in serious relationships. Ooh. And again, let me repeat that. What's the appropriate age for kids to become involved in serious relationships? And that's why we have our special guest, my baby girl, Aya, um, here with me, my daughter in love. And again, she's going to chime in and we're going to have a a then versus now moment Mm -hmm. where Denise and myself, we're going to talk about how it was for us and get Aya's perspective on what it is now as she's growing up. Mm -hmm. But first things first. Let's define what a serious relationship is. Yeah, let's do that. I think that's important. So what is it to you, Denise? I think a serious relationship is, I guess, someone I'm going to marry. Whoa. I think I just want to simplify. I just want to simplify it. Yeah, I think I just want to simplify it. Did you not hear the topic? The topic was kids. No, but we said, what is a serious relationship? No, what is the appropriate age for kids to be involved <laughs> in serious relationships? So, okay, so as for me, serious is someone I, I see that we're going to have a long-term relationship. And you're a kid, though. What's your age when you say that? I think 16, 17, right? Okay. I, I, I think that, I, do I see this person in my future? Mm. I, I, I mean, again, I have, I have 17, 18-year-old friends who already knew who their husbands were going to be. Wow. I actually do. Girl, that's some arrangement stuff. No, but it is not. Let me ask you That this. is not. And they're still together today. They've gone through their trials and tribulations. Bless them, bless them Lord Jesus. But they're still together today. Bless them, Lord Jesus. They're probably the only ones and I know. Them. I need y'all to write a book <laughs> on how that thing was authored. So, again, I when I think about serious, serious to me means that I'm just with you. Meaning... That me is me, me and you go together. You remember that little checkbox? Yeah. Do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. If you select a yes, we, we go, go together. together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And so that's. But that. you're not seeing anyone else. Yeah, meaning you, I, I'm your girlfriend, you my boyfriend, we go together. And that's what serious was to me. But when I think about that, a lot of that occurred, of course, when we were in grade school, but to, um, move forward into middle school and to high school. Um, I was fast. So I wanted a lot of boyfriends. It was never, ever serious for me because I wanted you, you, your brother, your cousin, and your uncle too. <laughs> so it was, it was, okay. no, no, no. It was a little difference in the way my body was set up. Probably which is why she thick and delicious today. She a tall drink of they water. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, I'm, I'm repeating some statements. <laughs> Whoa. But but listen, in all sincerity, um, I 
in my brain, I thought I could conquer all of them. So there wasn't a certain age, but I will tell you to piggyback on my question. Um, I was about 17 before mm-hmm. I, I got serious. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I would okay. say I had my first heartbreak when I was about 17. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you know what? I want to turn this. What do you think a serious relationship looks like? Yeah. Aya, tell us. Um, at Adele. the age that we guess we discussed. Well, it was different ranges, but a serious relationship to me is when you're ready to build with this person and um, be patient with one another and really truly get to truly get to accept this person's flaws and their the the benefits of them as well. Willing to share what it's like to look look them in the eye and say, "Okay, I'm you, you are me." Ooh. Wow, wow, that's heavy. Yeah. So that's a serious wow, relationship. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty heavy. That's a serious relationship. But and, and obviously, that I guess within that is you and I are not seeing anyone else. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah, I it's mean, exclusivity. You, it has you, to be. There, with there, that. there is definitely exclusive relationships. And at what age, though? I definitely. I recommend when you get in your twenties. So again. <laughs> This goes okay. back to right, our right, question. Right. I think in listening to our audience members, they our are audience members uh, are, are, are going crazy over her, <laughs> over her response. Our audience members are going crazy over her yeah. response. They okay, are, they are. But here's the question. So I think that this question then pretty much answers itself. Yeah, you're never ready as kids. Mm-hmm. Never as a kid. So that ready. that needs to be rephrased. Right. What's the appropriate age for serious relationships? Because as kids, you're never ready because you are so dependent on others for so many things that you think you love in somebody, think Mm -hmm. you like in somebody. Boy, girl, please. But where does that come from? Why is it that you think that this whole person is your whole life? That's a great question because I will tell you, let me just go back into my parenting style. I was a young mom and I have children that I literally held and they're boys, no girls that I was very protective of. And which means that you were never good enough to date my son. Mm. Ooh. Wow. You were never good enough. And I don't care where you came from, what you had, because in my mind, they weren't ready. And I had to condition what I thought. And I could have been wrong. So it didn't seem to be meshed just on the young lady. It seemed to be that you didn't feel they were ready. No, it was. I knew they weren't ready because boys mature much later than girls anyway. Right. Okay. So I had to play. It was a game manipulation. Girl, you ain't good. I used to always. And I can attest to that. Mm. I would always tell my children, break up. Break up. <laughs> Literally, what? that girl is not for you. Yes. Really? Would I not say that, babe? Yeah, she would say that from the heartbeat, like from the jump. But you didn't say it like too while the girl was there. No, right? no, no. Oh, she would okay. say it to them personally. And when the girl was there, and I think that Keegan and Jay, my children, can both attest and tell you, yeah, she would say it. Break up. I've told every kid that I have been involved with, break up. So how did your sons feel about that? Because your your son seemed to be like they mama, which is serial monogamous. Yeah, they are, (laughs) uh, apparently. And I think that's probably why I was saying it. I didn't want them to become 
another version of me. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to go and explore. And because I became a young mom, boy, go play. Mm. Go get you four girlfriends. And mm. bang, 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 bang. But would you give that same advice to your daughter? I don't have one, so I can't say if that. If you had a daughter. Well, if I was to give advice to my baby right here that's sitting next to there me, we go. I would tell her, you always remain a lady first. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are a lady. Yeah. Okay. First. Okay. However, you you keep your stuff. You don't do nothing, but you tell these boys, you teach people how to treat you. Mm. Period. But, but how do you feel like, so, Aya, how old are you right now? I'm 21. You're 21. How do you feel about a serious relationship? You're... You, you actually gave us your accolades and your credentials, even at beginning, and as your credentials are young. Mm-hmm. So let me let me say this. You seem to have so many aspirations that seem so amazing, and we obviously expect so many great things from you. But she actually did mention the things that she's seeking out to be with this. Right. Oh, being an aerospace engineer. Aerospace engineer. Yes, Do you think that at this juncture, being in a serious relationship is prudent? Prudent. Um, I'm actually in a serious relationship. Really? Now. Okay. And uh, one of the everyday struggles with me being in one, with me finding myself as well is, is this really worth it right now? And no, it's not worth it. No. <laughs> but <laughs> and 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 I. Shrug- when you say worth it, though, because it it the stress, the time, the energy that. That is taken away from me. And even as I'm struggling to get through college, as I'm struggling to help my brother, as I'm struggling to make sure my mom's good, as I'm struggling to just be there for the people that I love. And then I'm building something with this person that I not just met, but this person that I love, this person that I'm Ooh, you allowing, love him? That, that I'm allowing to book. That I think that I love, Thank you. Okay. and allowing okay. and allowing my and allowing him to be in me, and allowing exactly. I mean, I don't want to see it as a negative connotation because the people who I connect with, I, like I told y'all from the beginning, I see them within myself. So, without that being said, there's no judgment, but at the same time, it is still draining. It is still something being taken away. But if if there's balance, if he's growing helping me with my patience helping Ooh, me with the yes. things that that caused me to come off as weak I, I don't mind working through it fighting through it because I definitely think if you're if you're willing to be in a serious relationship as a child or as a kid or as someone trying to find themselves you have to be willing to fight wow and wow. if you're not okay. willing to fight you're not ready that's a little powerful. We can touch on a lot of those things, mm-hmm. but I want to deal with our, like, let's look at, like you said, your brother, mm-hmm. your son, right? our friend's children who are not yet where she is, mm-hmm. who can speak to this mm-hmm. very clearly and dictate and articulate what she's going through. Right. I mean, but what is really, what do you think is causing them to gravitate towards another being outside of their parents? Where they feel so comfortable, Denise. Let I me- think I actually will say, and you know, I prior to even coming on the air, we, I actually agree with some of the things that she was saying, and I hope she elaborates on it. But I actually think self esteem is an issue. Mm, yes. I think parents, your parents are a big or integral part of right. how you feel about yourself and how you approach relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that also when it is that you feel, 
I feel sad sometimes when I even talk to my son and he's telling me, you know, hey, ma, um, can we shorten our trip in June or, Ju- or in July? Because, you know, I met this girl and she about to go to band camp in July, July 28th. That's the day I'm coming back. And I'm saying, you know, what's funny is that this young lady got to go to band camp. What's and guess what? Age? She ain't really thinking about you. 16. Mm-hmm. She's not th- not that she's not thinking about you, but she has her priorities straight. Right. So irrespective of whether you're coming back to Florida in July, guess what? July 28th, she's going to band camp. She's not sitting here telling her parents, hey, I need to wait till Damien comes back. But yet I feel sometimes he's a bit needy. And one of the things that I said that I want to talk to him about is where do you get that from? Because you have been raised by a single mother who has told you that at the end of the day, you are such an amazing human being. I love you. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are smart. Right. You don't need to sit here. Your priorities does not rely upon another person. We can hope that we get to the same page. And you know what? When I go finish visiting my mother, who I haven't seen since March, you and I are going to get back together. I need you to be that confident in yourself that you don't ever need someone. And that is a problem that I have. And and I will work with my son on that. But you have parents, I believe, that are not instilling that level of self-esteem constantly. And that's okay, all I'm saying. So I'm going to jump in here and you I'm going to keep it really in. brief. Please jump and in. I'm going to say he's 16 years old. I have one question. Have you asked your kid, are you having sex? I did not. Okay. I just found out a day ago that he had a girlfriend. Okay. So, <laughs> as, so and he wanted to shorten his trip and, and so, he found a girlfriend. And so, no, 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 no. And I'm only asking that question because. That's a big question. One thing that we as parents need to understand you can't complete compete oh mama can't compete with, with no Anayana. with the peep 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 no mama you, can't compete so with the fact that you like it, your girlfriend no no but even if you plan around it because back in the day we used to say the little fingers <laughs> now <Okay>. them <laughs> fingers them fingers are no longer existent, honey. They, Them yeah, fingers yeah, have moved it. on to the real thing. But I need my child, my son, no, but, to no, know no, his I want, priorities. No, I want to deal with reality. I don't want you to take a step out of reality. And the fact is, if these girls that I know, that I've seen with my kids mm-hmm. growing up, Doing stuff in elevators. I've heard any, but somebody just sucking a D, oh and I'm not saying nothing God. out of the. I'm not. Yeah, no, and I didn't say no words, so don't don't raise your mouth. I heard. I had to hear from someone else who's telling me a story about the fact that they go into the mall, and then all of a sudden they left for an hour, me, and somebody's doing something in the bathroom. You're not. You're not listen. Stay, I didn't know that we doing that. Babe, babe, babe. Again, stay focused. Stay Let me focused. stay focused. And that's being a no, game. Though that's again, what I'm saying. Let me go back into then. I became a mom at 18. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about the now. And these kids are far more advanced. Girl, you fighting an uphill battle. I'm going to tell you because at the end, if you did not, if we did not root our kids deep into what we know and to build that esteem, because esteem is built at home. That's your mama and your daddy's job i hate to hear a man that i meet you killing my self-esteem don't blame me go see your mama mama and your 
daddy. Because they ain't got nothing to do with it. Now, what I'm going to do, I'll massage it and make you feel delicious. But I'm not going to sit here (laughs) and act like I'm responsible for building it. Okay? Mm -hmm. No, I'm not responsible for building your self-esteem in any man. However, let's go back to the kids. I don't know. But again, let's say with the kids. Again, 16 years old, you ain't ready for nothing but pleasurable play and go and watch you some videos and play on your phone and do whatever and playing and pee-pee. and playing with your pp but <laughs> but but at but at, 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 at 16 them pps and them look things they They're make right. cool babies they make babies so let's just deal with the they reality make, they, they make babies on the stairwell yes they do so again so like let's just say if you're stop raising wanted, your hand mrs b so if you're if your kid if your kid wanted to come home and bring his girlfriend at 16 would you let the girlfriend stay in your house no 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 whoa no that's okay. a no that's a negative so what age because i will tell you you about to ask that question what age? No, I'm going to ask the question because I remember very vividly. And again, it's amazing how people and kids will try you based on the situations and circumstances. Oh, yes. And things oh, yes, that God, were say. not allowed for even adults somehow became okay for kids. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Does your boyfriend, does he get to stay at your house, Aya, when he comes to your house? Yes, he does. So. Where is he sleeping? No, no, no. Oh. (laughs) But y'all. She she said that very matter of fact. You you might get to stay over, but you and I, we ain't staying in the same room. But I definitely think it's the circumstances because of the fact that I am in college and the fact that, you know, I'm very open with my mother. Okay. And um, like you, like I majority of the lenient parenthoods are the single parents so okay so i mean of course why? i think i think definitely if i had my dad there he would have you know he would have definitely said okay if he stays at night you know um it would be more restrictions yes if my agreed. dad was there i will say but you know my mom's just there and she feels more comfortable in a place where you know he has she sees it as okay. She's not. He don't, not only has purpose for my daughter, but he has purpose for this house as well. Because you know, when you're a single mother, you know now you have to take on what a man has to do as well. Ooh. So when my mom okay. has the the whenever my mom has the chance of a man having the will and having the genuine heart to help around, you know she. It's a beautiful thing when it could be your daughter's boyfriend. So I'm not saying like. You know, so you're not disrespecting no, her. No, I'm not disrespecting at her at all, but I'm I'm letting it be known. She would not let anybody spend the night, you know, if they didn't have no you know, meaning or purpose, if that makes sense. Like not to come off as like not to come off and, as basically that you like basically you, the only way that you get to stay over is, is if, if you, you can basically do something good for the no, 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 not only just that because a lot of a lot of parents wouldn't allow the boyfriend to stay over if Period. they see the as they see the girlfriend as someone that or the relationship as something that you lust for. Now, if you communicate with your kids and you have the understanding, and you train your kids to have the understanding, whoever you are with, that. You know, this person needs to not only be someone that you're doing these things with, but this is someone that you're that is helping you with everyday life. So, without that being said, my mom has trust in me. I would never disrespect her 
especially with another male being in the, in the household. Now that's my situation. But at sixteen, that is six you, to, no sixteen. Six, no, no, let's let's but let's do the, college, let's, do, let's do the number of the ages. Right. At sixteen, if you said, "Mom, I have this guy who's willing to no. be with me, who loves me, who's about to go to." To go and get his but that's, master's degrees, he's about to go to college, he's about to get a PhD. At 16, do you think your mother would let him stay over at the house? No, because you're Absolutely. 16 years old. But why at 16? Because not only, you haven't even graduated high school. <laughs> exactly. You don't even know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to have your own money. But now, what do you think? Do you situation- think it's a maturity level? Do you think it's an age? Do you think it's an experience? I think what it's is- a maturity level experience. I definitely think if your boyfriend stays 12 hours away and he's planning to come see you, to take the time out to come see you, that's another reason why he can stay there. I mean, and it's 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 out of comfort. Like, you can't just ask if your boyfriend can spend a night and they never met this person. Like, I've been with my boyfriend for a whole year. So, yeah, my mom has met him multiple times like had conversations got within his mindset and understood where but at 21 at 21 yeah at 21 is a but different, at 20, a different but no but at 21 no but i'm saying the difference. are you staying you're to, not are you staying in the same room no not even at 21. she said that earlier no i don't think y'all should stay in the same room until you're married yeah. Wow. Sorry, I agree with you. Okay, I'm sis. serious. I no, I'm sorry. If, I agree with if that's your fiance, that's beautiful. Great. Y'all have plans. But if if this I boy does not agree with no, you. I'm serious. If this man does not plan on spending the rest of his life with you, do not be in the same bed. Do not be in the same bed. You know, of if where your parents or where your mother stays. It's just disrespectful because anything. I think it is disrespectful. Night. So I would like to tell you that even when I had my son at 25, mm-hmm. my mother told my son's father he can stay in the living room, mm-hmm. he can stay on the second floor. Right. I had a baby with this, a whole mm-hmm. baby, as mm-hmm. they say, a whole baby with this guy. I wasn't married to him. There was nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. And my uh, mother basically said it was still sort of disrespectful to my parents. But you know what? I guess I didn't want to um, go against my parents because mm-hmm. I really did respect them. Mm-hmm. And I understood that I kind of did things in the backwards way, right. sort of like where I had a baby, about to get married, right. and all this other stuff. And they basically said, "This is uncomfortable. We, it, it's hard as in a, in a Caribbean culture right. to sit there and allow your man who you just had a baby with to come stay up in a room with mm-hmm. you. He could he could stay downstairs though if he yeah. like. And and not only in the in the foreign, Caribbean, not the foreign. I like, can only speak from that the foreign, perspective. Yeah, the girl, you was gone from when you was three. Mm-hmm. Stop that sh- stuff. So, but see, and we—that's where we disagree. Okay, we're back. We're, so we're yeah, back. Yeah, we're not gonna have that discussion. So yeah, we're not on. gonna have that discussion. Go, baby. I was just saying, um, in the foreign's mindset, you know, me being Nigerian, you know, um, thank you. Like you were saying, if the man's the man's the man's ultimate goal is to provide for the woman. So, of course, it would be disrespectful if the man has to stay in the household with the woman because his, their their main goal, the main thing in their head that is being embedded in their mind is that the man is to provide. If he cannot even provide somewhere for you two to sleep with the baby, you two should not even be together at this time. Ooh. So, so and to go on into the American culture, mm-hmm. bring, ah, okay, bring, okay. bring them little naughty head kids oh, on. Wow. wow. We're going to well, okay, I don't you, like I that shit. I'm not going to tell you. No, y'all trying to make it PC, and it's not PC. All right, all right. Let's deal with where we are, where mm-hmm. we live, 
I knew right, how. But at the end of the day, this is also a diverse podcast. And I respect that. However, but we raise our kids according to the American standards. No, not exactly. You don't raise your kid based on what was Actually, I do. Absolutely, I do. Okay, well, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yes, absolutely, However, I do. And I was raised with the same culture. You raised Damien Caribbean. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, My son is sitting here in eating here. okra, bora, everything else that's going on. We're talking about food. I know how to talk about food We're now. talking about food. We're talking about culture. No, we're, we're talking about everything. No. Stay focused. So, okay. let's, so let's stay focused. <laughs> on the, the, t- the, the so question. So here's the thing. I will respect you all day long right. for respecting whatever it is and however culture That's that fine. you raise. However, however, we are I talking only, about how we are raising our kids. But I can based only on where we're raise living. my child. I can only raise my child on the culture that I was raised in. Right. I can't raise him on American culture because my parents. You are forced to raise him on American not, culture because you really. living here. So and at the end of the day, what? you think, can't enforce your culture in an American way because no, they will can. redirect you, you and tell you to kiss their ass. No, you absolutely can. Oh boy! And it's clear oh, that I'm you. No. Quit. <laughs> it's actually the Chinese. Well, so then, what do you say about the Chinese? The and Japanese, they do all the other cultures. My sister-in-law is Japanese. She's raising my niece and my nephew in, in Japanese, Japanese culture. culture. So, do, okay, I get because no, we live in America. Saying, but what she's saying is you, you still have to raise them in an American way because of the fact that you're in America. But they, do, that's all but I'm do saying. They bring I'm not that saying. Up? But do your children bring that up? No, 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 no. They do. You're they, right. They no, do but bring I'm, it up. No, your kids will remind you. Baby, I'm not in America. Diana. They'll tell you they that. Tell but you. at the same time, I was told very quick. You touch me. I came here I came here when I was three. No, but what they tell you, touch me. I'll call the police on your ass. Again. I, I came here when I was three, but my father said, "Again, Guyana, I don't want to get America's outside. Guyana's in here. Right. When you walk up into this room, Guyana. you are still Caribbean tomato tomato again. And that's fine. I want okay, to that's, make that's sure we that we stay focused time. on okay. again age wise. Mm-hmm. We're sitting here. We got a twenty one year old. You got a sixteen year old. Right. We got other kids that we've been privy to, and we've watched them grow." I've even watched my own. And even at 27 years old, does it make him a, a young man? He's still a boy. He has experience that he has not lived. And he, you know, actually today he said to me, why do you stress so much on age? Age is important because unfortunately. Because don't equate age to maturity. And that might be a good point to make. However, but age again, again, it Ooh. does. Because yes. of, here we go again. Yes. In America, you can't do a lot of stuff until you are of age. Again. So, age and we only balance. bring it up because of those standards. So, again, because you're 26 doesn't necessarily make you a man. Yeah. Agreed. And, and I think what what makes you a man? Well, I don't know what makes you a man. That's a whole other topic, and I'm not <laughs> even here to discuss that tonight. But I sit here, and like I said, I know that I've watched myself with my children growing up, along with Aya. I'm watching Damien. I'm watching, you know, Savion, Malia. And they're all taking their own ways. And everybody's route is different. Mm -hmm. And because it's different, do we have to change our perception and approach to how we parent them? I think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? My way is my way. Because once you get 18, you have 
two options. You can stay or you can go. That's okay. Simple as that. I agree. But but I think one of the things that we we need to kind of touch upon a little bit more is all the things that we're talking about in terms of what's the relevant age to date? What's this? What's that? What relationship? Well, apparently there isn't one. Maybe they're not. Maybe there isn't. But I think one of the things that we need to stress upon is that your parents, your parents are an integral part of how we see our relationships. And right. we've had this discussion before. It's not about how we see it again. I think if we were to keep in the mindset on what we're talking about, we can see it however we see it. The question is, why have you made a decision to become so personal, so close? Because I make think it you so... lack self-esteem. I mean, okay, that's your take? What's your that's take, my Aya? Take. What's your take? I think people cling to other people when when they feel as if they're losing something or something Ooh. that they never had. Ooh, powerful. Oh, my so, goodness. I mean, wow, I like that. That's 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 why when you say the stage five. <laughs> stage five clinger. Yeah, I, want, I, like, I want Aya. I love it. I love it, it that Aya brought that yeah, up. It literally only comes to that when, you know, there's something missing in your life that, you know, obviously your parents haven't been able to provide for you or your friends haven't Ooh. been able to provide for you. So you find this one person that does that one thing you've been missing Ooh. and that's the only thing you care about. So it's like you cling to this person and it's like, this is the one thing that I care about. This is the one thing that I prioritize. But as a person, you need to understand you can get that from yourself. So that's why. That's How why do you I'm, do that though? No, no, oh, girl. There's that's a million. You, that's why. That's why. <laughs> I'm just asking. That's why you have to continue to learn yourself. You have to continue to be in spaces where you're by yourself and you're asking yourself uncomfortable questions, and you have to continue to be in situations where you're uncomfortable by yourself, because if you're not by yourself, you're never gonna figure out who you are. Ooh, so therefore, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got to We got to clap for that because at the end of the day. If you don't, if you're not good being by yourself, right. you know that's a problem, yeah. right? Yeah, and a lot of people think that being... Are you not okay being by yourself? Sorry. That's a bit. Yeah. yeah, go on, go on. No, no I was just going to say a lot of people think that being by yourself is a bad thing, but I, I like to portray that, you know, there's a difference between being lonely and alone. Ooh. So Boom! So Boom! Majority of, <laughs> <laughs> majority of the people that are lonely, you know, cling to other people that, you know, fulfill this loneliness but at the same time they don't realize being you could be alone and, and find so much success within it and and then when you do be with this person there's a balance to where it's not you don't seem crazy or you're draining this person because they don't realize as much as they're giving it can be taken away so mm. you have that's why you need that balance to understand that you're not draining this person so because they can go everybody has the choice to leave like you said you either stay or you go Everybody literally has the choice to leave. And and people are so devastated when that person leaves them. It's like, you were the only thing making me happy. You were da, da, da. But that's why you need that balance because they always had their choice to leave. Ooh. You always need balance because when they leave, you shouldn't have any expectations. You should be happy and 
just savor the moment. Deuces. <laughs> so can yeah. I ask you, do you feel like... Wait, I, you didn't come oh, to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess well, you know what? She had such a loaded... So which means I'm, that... I apologize. She, she's just got me... And now she no, got me. No, because okay. I think I that apologize. what Aya did, okay. Aya has literally put the yes. fork in the road. Mm-hmm. She literally has defined exactly what it is. Yes. And what you have exemplified mm-hmm. is exactly... Exactly what we have taught you, baby girl. Right. And I'm so proud that you've yes. been able to get it. Yes. Some people get it and some people don't. Do you think you've always had that self-esteem or is something no, you had to build? She's growing no, no, into no. it. I, I before I went to school, I had a very, very low self-esteem. Very really? Low self-esteem. Yeah. But I didn't know it. I didn't know it at all. And I used to come off very defensive to other people because my self-esteem was so low. I was very sensitive. So whatever you said to me that I felt triggered me, I was coming at you. So I never really I, I was able to, you know, be able to hide how I feel based on my personality and, you know, my intelligence that I built over time. But at the same, but I wasn't able to build myself a team until I was put in a scenario of being by myself constantly. Like, not, not by myself constantly, but, like, when you go to school and you're in situations where you have to be on your own, that's when I started. But I wanted to. I think you have to want to grow. You have to want to to get to know yourself. Because some people don't really want to be friends I, with I yourself. agree with you. A lot of people don't want to. Like, they don't like putting themselves in those uncomfortable feelings. So, for me, no, I have not always been here. I had to want it. I had to crave it. I had to fight for it. And I had to acknowledge where I was at first. That my self-esteem was low. Okay? So, is that, like, I guess... In terms of if we have to have a takeaway tonight, mm-hmm. and I took count, and I did counseling. Well, I did the work. and that's and but again, I uh, did, but before we wrap up, right. Denise, and you give your final word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, and I, her I don't, final I, word. I don't think that Denise, myself, I, uh, or anyone else can define what's the appropriate age. Right. But we hope that you are able to take some of the information that we provided mm-hmm. and what we've experienced head on and use it as a barometer for what it looks like for you. That's kind of what, what I'm thinking because again, my children are 21 and 26 Mm -hmm. and there's a whole, a lot more that I even want to touch on tonight that I think we probably may not even be able to get to. But when I think that when you start to open the door for serious relationships, Mm -hmm. it opens the door for a lot of other things right. that can make you, i.e., a grandmother, um, it can cause <laughs> some. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But it can cause a, a, a hardship with yes. your son. Yes. And nobody oh, wants to see, yes. or, or, or your daughter, nobody ever wants to see their children in a heartbreak phase because. You hurt my oh, children. I'm coming, I'm for, coming you. for you. You know what? You know, my, my son came in March and he's 16 and mm. his girlfriend who lived here broke up with him mm. and said, I don't really see this whole, uh, what is it? Long distance thing working. My son got into the car and I said, puppy was wrong. And he said, she broke up with me mm. because I'm in Florida, mommy. And you know, right now I'm not here at Collins Hill. So I said to him, so that's what we gonna do. We gonna let this little chick who, whatever it is, I said, you have so much going for you, and you gotta get your shit together right. when it comes to grades. You're not doing what you need to do. 
These people are sitting here going off and doing ballet. They're doing dance. They're doing whatever it is. And I just need you to do that. Now, all of a sudden, new girlfriend. He tells me, mom, can I, um, can I just like, um, reduce my trip from two, from three weeks to two weeks? Are you doing it? No. Okay. Cause I said to him, I saw you March. Mommy has raised you since you were 11 months old. and We did this by ourselves. I, he doesn't, no, no, no. He doesn't have to care about my feelings. We get it. Where you get that from? <laughs> no, no, no. He doesn't have to because I at the end of the day, you know, when they're 16, they don't have to care about your feelings. They don't have to care about they you being care a about single parent. They don't care about shit you They said. don't give a rat's ass. But what I'm saying to him, I said, you know what? It, what? I haven't seen you since March. I miss you. Right. So all I'm asking for is that little bit of time. Your little girlfriend. Girl, you don't care nothing cat. about you at 16 being with you. They just and don't I understand right now. No, I, I, want, I want you to get that but through you know your what? soul. But you know what? My son is saying certain things that I, I want to be able to, it, to just kind of ask hey, that's the life. hardest time, but you be a mother, but Stay cooch, cooch, girl, I get it. Over don't, you. Think, don't think that I don't get it. <laughs> that don't, I don't, I don't, I don't you know. So what I said to him was, you're going to have an open ticket. And we're going to figure it out. Right. But your family miss you in New York. Our cousins miss you from New York. Our family hasn't seen you since 2019. How about we have some priorities? Damien is still waiting for the I care light to go off in his head. Okay? I get that. But As long as you, you are live, okay with it. When you live with someone who, who basically it's about you, your family, and who's in there and not your family. Who's just basically about basically where you are right now. Sometimes you forget about your grandmother, your grandfather, all those people that have basically meant, I'm sorry, I'm not willing. I'm to looking at you like, God bless you. No, and God I bless you real good. But I'm not willing to let you forget no, about the people you're not. I who get have it. been an integral part of your life. You're going to have problems. And I guess I'm going to have problems. Thank you. So there we go. I guess I'm going to have problems. You're going to have problems because I guess I'm the more problems. you push it on him, the more he's going to resent you, baby. I get it. And you know what? I get it. But one of the things I'm not going to do is let you become obsessed with some 16-year-old who isn't obsessed with you. But you can't come Who isn't obsessed with you. That's the Sis, point. I love you with the love of the Lord, but I'm going to tell you. You can't compete. That's the whole point of tonight. It is because I think it's a we got aha these kids moment. That are obsessed with these little we damn set them chicks. up that way though, baby Who girl. Who set them up that way? We as I definitely ain't set that child up that way. We net and allowed them to go fish. And when they went and fish and they caught some stuff, and it wasn't what we like, we wanted them to cast the net again, and they brought back the same old bull crap. And that's what we're dealing with All today. Right. That's my but point. At the same time, what I all I can do is try to reinforce the fact that you are important all by yourself. But at 16, and that's it. So listen to what you're that's saying. All I can at reinforce. 16, which means after 16 comes 17. 17 comes 18. And 18, they doing you like this. Pieces out. Deuces they throwing and that's you, they it. throwing you the And I get it. And I get that. I, I guess my point is, Denise, and let me just. I just don't. Home. I will tell you, I just don't want my 16 year old son to be this obsessed with some chick that at the end of the day, you don't even know you're going to last with. You came into this world by yourself, you going out. So, you going was, out by yourself. So, my problem is that you have. There's no. Com- competition in this and as we round off the night because our audience is 
actively our, engaged. Our, our audience is like sitting here talking, they, talking, 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 talking. We need to get on the mics. Yeah, they can't get a word in. But again, as we round off tonight, our our again, Damien and our other and our children are growing leaps and bounds. We've given them so much rope; it's hard to pull it back in. I'm not saying it's too late. It's not. But if you don't have the support of the other parent, that's also another conversation not my that can happen. However, I'm just simply saying is that it does take both parties oh great to roll it back in again i thank god for jesus i keep saying it over and over and yeah i don't yeah i mean i don't know how no i thank god for jesus because i was fortunate enough to raise my two sons with me and their dad yeah together you are lucky so and the outcome is I'm still about to be a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that on is on that note. Uh how how young how young is to be how young is too young to be a grandma? And that's gonna be our last question for tonight. I'm done talking for tonight. Bye but... y'all. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope. We did a then versus now. We love that Aya came on and basically gives us that nineties baby perspective. No, she's a 2000 baby. Oh, you know, so you know what? Um, I guess your son said this is a 90s baby. Well, Jay is a 90s baby. You know? The, so maybe that's that's what the issue was. So yeah. so Jay said, I got the I got a 90s baby. That's his Jay is Candace's son. And he actually had some great feedback as to the fact that, hey, there are some pitfalls. There are some takeaways. And at the end of the day. It's not just about the age. It's about the experience. It's about basically the self-esteem. It's basically about what our parents are bringing to the table to allow us to kind of basically have that confidence in ourselves. I loved that Aya basically um, kind of brought that to the forefront. So we definitely enjoy that. So and, And on that note, if you guys have any questions, if you have anything you want to add to the blog concerning what it is that how young is too young to be dating? When is it too young to be a grandmother? Um, and if you have anything that you want to add on our sh- our 19 Crimes Hard Shard, we would love to hear any input that you have on www.brownsugarchat.com. Uh, and if you have anything that you want to send, please hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Spotify, hit us up on all the platforms that you are listening to your podcast, your favorite podcast too. And that's Brown Sugar Chat. Thank you so much. And we are going to bid you guys good night. Good night. Cheers. Tune in next week for another episode of Brown Sugar Chat while we discuss topics about any and everything we'd love to get your feedback send us a message at brown chat at gmail.com and to purchase merchandise please visit brown and always remember to bring your favorite drink to the next chat 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 chat